I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone, say hi to Shanila Satar. She has been on the podcast before on episode 37. Um, we talked about breathwork there. Um, and today we're just going to be talking more about her new book, Breathe, which I'm so excited about. So if you don't know her, um, you can go back and listen to episode 37. Um, and she's the founder of Always Play Studios and the Integrative Healing Academy, which trains sound healers and breathwork facilitators, and also the playground, which mentors aspiring healers in health and wellness. I'm really excited to have her here. Um, I think Shanila is a wealth of knowledge well I think you are especially on breath like you know the nervous system how we express our emotions and all that so I really can't wait to dive deep um, but before we get into your book um, let's do like a quick recap can you let us know how breathing affects our nervous system yeah firstly thank you for having me back it's such an honor to come talk with you and talk with your audience again and yeah so you know the thing that i do is breathing breath work and a lot of holistic healing holistic work and integrative wellness and basically breath work if anybody's not familiar with what breath work is yes go listen to episode 37 we went a lot deeper into it but to just give you a little summary breath work just means breathing and different styles of breathing do different things in your body so there's certain styles of breathing that really activate your body, that give you energy, that give you a lot of hormones, that really, uh, you know, move around a lot of energy in the body. And there's also different breathing techniques that are meant to slow down your body, rest and relax your body and help you get better sleep. So essentially, depending on what style of breath work you're doing, you're going to get a different style of result. I love that. I, it seems like in, it makes me feel like if I want to be more activated or more like energized, I can do a certain type of breath work. And if I want to like relax or release some sort of a emotion like anger, I would do another type of breath work. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, okay. you know, uh, you mentioned you mentioned Breathe, which is my new breathwork book, and it yeah. has 33 breathwork exercises in there. And part of what's in this book is something for everyone depending on what it is that you're trying to do so there's techniques for mood for energy for inner healing for grounding and relaxation and for sleep and so sometimes when we're thinking about breath work or breathing practices i feel like a lot of us just think it's like sitting still and closing our eyes and uh, <laughs> and you know taking a deep breath in and just like mm -hmm. being you know uh, you know shutting meditating Mm -hmm. meditating and while breath work is part of meditation meditation in itself just means awareness the word literally just means awareness and the way that we get awareness in our body is through so many different styles of things so some people get awareness by moving by drawing or writing or reading or talking or painting there's so many different styles of uh, being aware and what I wanted to do in this book is to kind of demystify what breath work actually is 
this for anybody mm-hmm. in our life who's not going to come to like an hour long breathing session. Right. And right, be- right before we, you know, hit hit record on this podcast episode, yeah, Melissa was saying, oh, you know, should you like you have your Sunday night breath for classes? I wish I, I wish I was coming. I want to be consistent with it. And that's the thing. Like, it is actually pretty difficult to be consistent on a, a, a breathwork practice that is hours long. That is really about like trauma healing, about integration. There's styles of breathwork that are for such deeper things. But what I wanted to do was create something that was applied, like something that you could use today without having an hour on your hands, without having to like set aside time or space. Techniques that you could use that you could practice for anywhere from 30 seconds all the way up to seven minutes that wouldn't take a lot of effort on your part. And so I think about like, who is it that's gonna use something like this? You know, I think about my mom, who's a school teacher, who, is, who you know, works with little kids. They're not gonna go through like an hour long, you know, <laughs> breathwork session and just like do, you know, heavy breathing in the way that, you know, uh, uh, breathwork facilitators hold space for. They're probably just trying to shake out energy. So there's techniques in this book that is for activating energy or how to change channel energy for kids who are super hyperactive and you know they're being told to sit down they're not being able to sit down all you know freaking eight hours in the day how Mm -hmm. do you support that by allowing kids to move allowing kids to breathe and allowing kids to actually lean into the fact that energy changes throughout the day and so this is the applied part of when we talk about mindfulness and holistic wellness it's not just in theory theory is nice and my background is as a as a researcher so i'm i'm all about theory and (laughs) etc but i also care about the application like how can we actually apply breathing and breathwork techniques in a way that's going to make sense for coaches who have clients who are really anxious or you have kids who have a lot of energy to let go of or you're you or your partner has you know sleeping problems or you get really anxious towards uh during the day in a in a phone call or zoom meetings on all the different things that we're doing nowadays there's Mm -hmm. so much happening that your time is precious so i really want wanted to create something that was like here here are the techniques there's 33 techniques in here there's something in here that's going to be useful for you even if 33 techniques are too many for you if you're like i i suck at sleeping i need help sleeping you scroll to the part where it's all about that sleep and then you pick and choose one or two techniques that you can keep in your toolkit that helps you um you know helps you develop a habit with a breathing practice that makes sense for you I love that. I love for, you know, when you brought up your mom as a, being like a preschool teacher, like, yeah, that sounds incredibly stressful. Um, I nanny part-time on the side and even just having one toddler, I'm like, I'm so tired. Like, I don't know how teachers can do that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she's very blessed to have you to teach her how to breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh, not just her, but like, I don't know if you can imagine like preschoolers on Zoom. right like Like, i cannot (laughs) it's not even in person you know and and part of like part of when i was creating this book breathe you know i've been a breathwork facilitator for about seven years and i've been training breathwork facilitators for about four to five years just around that amount of time and throughout the years you know i had so many different learning moments where coaches would ask me like shanila do you have a technique for anxiety my client needs this and this or my or, 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 
or uh, or I'm a nurse and my uh, patients, they're doing X, Y, and Z. Do you have a technique for this? Or my kids, da, da, da. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, actually there's over 200 different styles of breath work. There's so many different styles of breathing and breathing practices, mindful practices, and it's not right or wrong. There's just such a variety of things, you know, different strokes for different folks. It's nice that we have all of these techniques, but it becomes really overwhelming as just a regular everyday person to kind of determine what technique to use because you're just like okay 200 techniques like which one am i picking the right one and then you're like what's the difference between this one and that one and and then you're like whatever i'm just not gonna do it because there's too many choices and so for me it was really important to you know when you're talking when you said like you're a nanny and and a lot of my facilitators they're therapists they're they're functional you know uh holistic practitioners they're healers they have other things that they're doing they're not just uh, specifically breathwork facilitators a lot of folks use breathwork as part of their toolkit as uh, as part of whatever it is else that they're doing and so these therapists they would come to me these nurses they would come to me so i started to ask them like what it, what do your clients need you know like what is it that your clients need so i was very specific in particular in picking the things that are actually going to be useful and of course you know the style of breathwork that i teach facilitators in uh, is called flow breathwork which is my creation of uh, the breathwork that i've adapted from a three-part breath which is an ancient style of breathing and i've added in movement and dance and energy healing as part of what, what's kind of evolved in the last couple of years so i teach a very movement-based breath work and then I'm thinking about like that is so important for people who can't sit still that is so important for people who have a lot of energy that is so important for people who you know feel like meditation is stillness and meditation looks a certain way and feels a certain way so I really wanted to demystify you know these practices for people to be able to use on the everyday basis I love it like that makes so much sense. And, you know, I'm go also going to get your book because it's not only for me, it's also, you know, for my health coaching clients, for people exactly like, you know, struggling with like depression, anxiety, and so much more like, and also I feel like the mood issue that's, you know, going around is like really, really rampant right now. Absolutely. And it's, it, 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 it's important what you just said, like, it's for your clients, you know, it's such a giftable piece of work. And the language that I used when I created this book was not to have like a super smart science-y book. This is not a science of breathwork book. I do go into a little bit of that. I go into a little bit of the history of breathwork. And, you know, when you came into the training, we went deeper into, you know, uh, a, a more background of breathwork. That's not the purpose of this particular book. This is right. to say like, here, here's, here's a gift <laughs> to my client. Here, mom, like have this, like here, people who will never come to, uh, you know, a meditation class or any kind of mindfulness class. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's extra important, you know, it, on the personal side, it's extra important for me because this is one of the first wellness books by a South Asian woman author. And when I think about that, the implications of this is so big for just my particular culture and also just my my nearby family members who never mm -hmm. had access to any kind of this information you know they never got taught uh, you know self-care tools and the privilege that we have to kind of even have these conversations around mindfulness and well-being and integrative and this and that like all the conversations that we're kind of fighting in the not fighting but you know have the privilege to you know argue about in the west mm -hmm. it's not as prominent in a culture where mental wellness emotional wellness spiritual wellness energetic wellness isn't as freely talked about. So the resources that's in this 
this book, I wanted to make it so easy for, you know, my cousins who are, you know, like maybe older than me, younger than me, mm-hmm. but they don't, they don't have self-care tools. They don't have self-care conversations. They don't, you think te- that, uh, you know, therapy is taboo here. Go into like a different culture where it's like, oh my gosh, therapy, like you're insane. <laughs> you know, what I mean? yeah. there's, there's, yeah. there's so many layers to um, all of that. And so it, be- it becomes more important to me to begin the conversation um, to kind of start to close wellness gaps, not only just in this particular Western culture where I'm practicing, but also in my family, in my history, in, in you know, for, uh, for my community members who have a harder time, you know, uh, bringing up conversation around health and wellness. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say congrats on that you. for, you know, being an influence in like, you know, the Asian culture, but also like your personal friends and family circle. I think they're very proud of you. And that's amazing. Um, I also like that when you said like, you know, this book is just basically like, here you go. Like, you know, these are just tools that you can use right away. Like, it's not a lot about like reading or being overwhelmed by the science. And I think that's what people want right now too. Like, it's just quick and like, okay, I get it. Like, this is about sleep. This is about anxiety, you know, that sort of thing. Um, So what are some basic breathing techniques that we can employ on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I mean, before I mean, one of the techniques, I'll give you a spoiler from the book. Is, um, the <laughs> yeah. first technique that we get into, I just call it just breathe. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I think sometimes we overcomplicate it by like this technique or that technique and da da da. And as I mentioned, there's like so many different techniques. But I love that you asked this question because just breathing is like literally noticing how you're breathing in the present moment. So for a lot of us, when we just notice how we're breathing, even right now, for listeners or even me and you. Just just right now, you'll probably notice like you're holding your breath, you know, Mm, a little bit. Yes, a little bit. And, And it's not because like, it's not because like something big is happening or whatever. It's just like, that's just how your body is trained to be. So the first technique is like, just breathing to to just be aware of the fact that you're holding your breath and when we ask people to breathe and usually when you ask people to take a deep breath what they do is like breathe into their shoulders they go take a deep breath and breathe into their shoulders which literally has no lungs or diaphragms it's like what what kind of stuff like why are you breathing into your shoulders but that's the common thing that most of us do and what happens is that we're doing something called thoracic breathing meaning that we're breathing from the chest upwards when really the breath that we want to take is in our belly so if you look at small children if you look at babies if you look at infants if you look at animals they don't breathe into their chest they breathe into their belly so just breathing is just like honestly noticing how it is that you're breathing and then open up that belly breath open up that chest breath and exhaling And as you do that, you're just noticing if you're kind of clenching your face or you're clenching your shoulders or you're clenching your back. And it's to just let go of any judgment that if you were holding your breath, that's okay. And the thing is like when we're holding our breath, our body gets all these signals that we're unsafe. So oftentimes we're going around life feeling unsafe because we're triggered into the sympathetic nervous system that Mm -hmm. essentially is telling us that, Uh, we're just trying to survive right now. So in everyday situations, even when you're super relaxed, you might notice that your breath is being held. So the way that you dictate, the way that you experience life and kind of relax and rest and release anxiety from your body is to just breathe. Love it. I 
You know, when you explained that, I thought about the book Breath by James Nestor, and he was talking about right next to me. <laughs> yes, and he was also, you know, talking about like breathing, but also focusing on nasal breathing, and not like through the mouth on a daily basis. And well, because of that book, I actually bought some mouth tape, and it kind of really made a difference for me. Mm-hmm. Like I realized, like there is actually some kind of cold feeling going on my nostril, mm-hmm. you know, and like a warmth air and. Like all of that thing, like, like what do you think about like mouth mouth breathing and nasal breathing? Yeah, I mean, there's so much research and um, uh, breath by uh, James Nestor is a good, amazing resource for anybody who wants like the journalistic and science version <laughs> yeah. of like yeah. breath experimental, and uh-huh. experimental. And uh, James, by admission, also doesn't practice breath work, so he wrote this right. book from a from a journalistic point of view, which is mm-hmm. like really good for like objective. Um, objective viewpoint but one of the points that you know uh, I could touch upon is that you know a lot of the breath work and breathing techniques are so super ancient so mm-hmm. breath work is breath work is living right like if you weren't breathing then you wouldn't be alive like that's that's how we know it. it's the life force it's the life energy so back in the day in in the Vedas which are the ancient scripts that outline yoga and Ayurveda they mention different styles of breathing that were meant to cool down the body or to heat up the body to improve digestion, to um, to speed up chemical production. And back then, we didn't have a lot of ways to kind of measure the uh, results of that. But we were using intuition to kind of say, yeah, like when I'm holding my nose like this and I'm breathing through this way and I'm turning my tongue in this, this shape, I'm experiencing cooling throughout the body. So back mm. in the day, actually, we used to use the elements, the five elements, the water, fire, air, uh, earth, and also ether in and blending that with the understanding of the breath so yeah there is so much beauty in different styles of breath work that are through the nose and oftentimes when we're breathing through our mouths we over oxygen we over oxygenate our body and we also don't exhale enough so we create too much carbon dioxide in our body so essentially that carbon dioxide makes us feel like we're suffocating so this goes back to the point that we were making before about just breathing is that when you're holding your breath your body literally feels like it's out of the air because you have more carbon dioxide in the body than you do oxygen and what your body wants to do is call it's homostasis it's, it's just basically bringing it into that evenness it wants to bring in as much oxygen as it wants to release so yes nose breathing does certain things but mouth breathing in itself is not an inherently bad thing because sometimes when we're doing the hour-long breath work we're actually trying to over oxygenate our body we're trying to bring in more oxygen we're creating alkaline environments in our body alkalosis in our body and that requires us to bring in more oxygen so this just depends on like what is it that we're trying to do so if we're trying to create rest and relaxation we're probably not gonna you know breathe in through our mouth and hyperactivate our body but if we're trying to release oxygen I mean release carbon dioxide um, your mouth is a faster path out than is your nose so more oxygen that makes can, sense. More, more carbon dioxide can <laughs> yeah okay so for balancing yes versus depending on what you're doing thanks for the clarification because i feel like you know if someone were to read that book and then they would also do breath work and then they're like no why am i you know breathing through my mouth here but like i'm not supposed to um but so that was a good like you know just a yeah, clarification. Yeah, it's, it's just the intention. Like, what right. are we doing here? You know, on that day to day, if you breathe like that, you would just be really lightheaded. You know, really yeah, and your mouth would be so dry. <laughs> it would be so dry. Yeah. <laughs> you can try it, but it wouldn't like, you know, it wouldn't be helpful. 
Okay, so you you mentioned that you know your new book Breathe is all about like techniques that people can do like right away and it's like really easy to implement, um, and then you also host like you know all these like hour long breathwork classes. So are there any like breathing techniques which require like you know someone like you like an instructor to do it, um, and what like what's the difference? I guess what's the difference right between yeah, that and the yeah. DIY? Yeah. That's an amazing question. Thanks for asking. So anything that any style of breathwork has the potential to be incredibly profound, regardless of how long you're doing it. So even short amounts of breathwork practices can have such huge impacts as as long hour long, two hour long, even three hour long sessions. I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that. But yeah, you're you fucking tired doing doing all of that. But yeah, so different things have different outcomes. But essentially, um, the, the styles that I outlined in this book, I narrowed it down to things that you can practice for 30 seconds all the way up to seven minutes. And so after seven minutes, you're more likely to ignite your emotional body and a lot of other responses that require a little bit more support. So what I mean by that is that sometimes when you're practicing breath work that is movement-based or somatic or embodiment-based, like flow breath work, which is the style of breath work that I teach my facilitators, you are awakening a lot of triggers you're awakening emotions you're awakening uh stories you're healing through a lot of different traumas you're it's some people call it 20 years of therapy in one hour right and so that's something that is something that might not feel safe for you to do while you're just like you know going through a book of breathwork techniques uh just in order to like calm down or move around energy so for any techniques that I request that you have some kind of practitioner or some kind of facilitator with you. There's a little disclaimer on that that says like, don't do this for more than seven minutes without support, unless you're already somebody who's in the practice and you know what to expect. And my suggestion in the book as well is that all of these techniques are meant to be useful for you by yourself without needing the, the use of a, uh, without needing the use of a facilitator. However, if you would like to have facilitators, we have hundreds of facilitators inside the Breathwork Club, which is a Sunday night Breathwork Club I host. It has an amazing platform uh, with on-demand Breathwork classes, et cetera, et cetera. You're welcome to connect with a facilitator. You're welcome to come to a free class. Uh, it's always free on Sundays. It's open to the community and be held in that space. The particular um, intention for the 33, 33 exercises is not for you to need something else. I want you to need nothing. I actually want you to need not this book after a couple of times after you use it. So after you go through the 33 exercises, and by the way, it's 33 exercises because it takes about 21 to 40 days to build any kind of neural pathway in your energetic body, not just in your brain, but also in your energetic body. So any habit that you're building, it takes about that amount of time. And so for 33 days, if you practice one breathwork technique every single day and you realize that hey i have you know three that i i love i resonate these are the ones that are going to change my life these are the ones that i can pull out these are the ones i can show my clients these are the ones that i can you know practice myself and i can breathe it and i can live it and i can preach it myself I don't want you to need the book after this. So it's mainly about like how do how do you become self-reliant, self-dependent and self you know self-resourced and have quick resources at your fingertips without the use of facilitators. So to kind of circle back to the question that you asked
have like what are the techniques in here all of the techniques are in here are for you to be able to practice without facilitators if you're going above seven minutes the recommendation is that go be held in a space where you have a little bit more integration a little bit more decompression you got a little bit more guidance and that becomes an option for you going forward got it if i you know when i get your book i'm probably gonna use it as like a complimentary to like attending your breathwork sessions so like if i want something deep then i'll do like you know the ones with you and then if i want just like an everyday thing i'll probably just rely on your book like i think for me personally that that would make sense yeah that yeah. makes a lot of sense so you know we talked about like you know why you wrote this book like who it is for um are there any other like juicy facts about the book that you wanted to share with the audience today yeah juicy facts <laughs> you know <laughs> no spoilers um, huh <laughs> no spoilers. yeah so um the thing is, uh, one of the things that I created alongside with this book is there's a lot of pre-order gifts. And I don't know if you know, but like pre-orders are important for authors to be able to get signed mm. again. So like definitely right. pre-order the book. Like don't <laughs> wait until it releases. Like it helps out. But one of the, there's a bunch of like pre-order stuff that you can look at at alwaysplay.org forward slash order breathe. Um, but one of the best uh, gifts that I have on there is a masterclass for anybody who's not not a breathwork facilitator who wants to be able to show these techniques to their community. So if you're a teacher and you're not going to come through, you know, a three month training to become a breathwork facilitator and hold space for, you know, trauma informed, if that's not what you're doing, you're just like, I'm a teacher, like, I don't got time for this. I just like want to be able to show my students and I want the language to be able to, uh, you know, be able to facilitate this for 30 seconds up to two minutes. I have an entire masterclass that shows you how to facilitate a bunch of these techniques so this becomes an amazing resource for coaches for healers for holistic workers for body workers for healing arts practitioners anybody who's in the wellness profession who's like i'm not going to get a certification in breathwork but how is it that i can just you know confidently be able to talk about the box technique or the six seven eight breath or you know this relaxation technique or a straw breath how can i say that and feel confident about it so the juicy secret is that in the book i say like hey if you want to come do all this kind of stuff um go ahead and connect with me on uh, my website and i give you i give you all the details on there awesome well i think you know that's like a good wrap up too because we're already like talking about the pre-ordering which i'm so excited to check out um so if anyone wants to find out more about your work in general where can they find you online you can find me on my website, alwaysplay.org. You can join our free community of healers um, inside of uh, an awful Facebook group. So we have a whole <laughs> platform for awesome. self-exploration and healing and healers. There's a ton of resources and free trainings and mentorships. And we have three integration mentors in there who are uh, providing a lot of free labor for anybody who is on their healing journey. You can find that information on alwaysplay.org as well. And you can listen to my podcast. It's called The Playground. Um, it's all about spiritual exploration, intuitive entrepreneurship, and just, you know, your self-development journey. And I'm at Shanila.Satar on Instagram if you want to connect with me on there. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I have to say that honestly, like, you know, attending your breathwork classes, like it got me hooked. And I also, you know, experienced tears or any kind of emotion release. So if anyone's listening to this and you kind of want to experience that, I highly, highly recommend. Shanila. Yes, come through. <laughs> you, All right. Thank you.